come on. Come on. So this episode features... Which is episode nine. Episode, oh, is it episode nine? It is episode nine. It is nine. episode nine. I Look just asked that. you a few minutes ago what yeah, episode Yeah, I thought it was, was eight. Yeah, it's nine. Nope, I just looked at my computer. I have eight. It could be eight. Yeah. We talk about... Uh, we have some poop jokes that are thrown yeah. in, so just... And I don't obvious, I don't like to go for the obvious poop jokes, but it felt right today. Yeah, it did. Just and then slid them right in there. There's another one. Mm. And uh, and we also learn about management and being we a do. leader at work and how to supervise people and just how far uh, the workforce of today has spiraled. That's out of control. <laughs> so Jeff and, is and with how, us. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, Jeff is with us. We, we learned a lot of that. We talked about tattoos. We did. And, oh, and the lovely John The lovely is John back. Strouts is back. That voice. So everyone's going to love this. Yeah. yeah. And don't forget to send your emails to manish with two n's uh, dot stl at gmail dot com. Is he listening to us? I Stop. I sent him all the stuff. I think I sent him the link that you sent. Oh, nice. So I don't. He was like, "Oh, check it out." And so I don't know if I, meant, I should ask him. Yeah. We're making the big times here. So does it does it tell you who? I think I I think I reviewed it and added my stars on the podcast one. Does it tell you like who does that? No. So oh, it, it doesn't. Actually okay. It's not telling us oh. who's listened. It tells us how many about how many average listeners we have, and that's about it. Okay. And we I have one. In, we have one in Germany. I'm gonna need you to speak into that mic. I didn't know Ooh. how. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, close. John's voice is back. <laughs> I know. I think that people are gonna like him more than us. I. Th- I mean, I do. <laughs> <laughs> So we don't know how Jeff's going to do. Jeff, we got Jeff here. We got Jeff here. You know, and so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, so what, what have you, uh, what have you been smoking recently? What? <laughs> In your smoker. You were smoking. Yeah. <laughs> so smoking yeah, lots new, of things. I got the new smoker and um, I think John got a new smoker too recently. I think John I did, did too. <laughs> yeah, that's smoker. good. I did. I did. I haven't used that yet though. Uh, you haven't used it? You no, know what you should no. do is you should have some people over. And use that smoke yes. and make them some some good some good smoked meat. I think. Yeah. I think you should do that. Mm-hmm. I've uh, so I did. I've done some chicken, a lot of chicken. Yeah. Done some cheddar. Is this stuff that you learned from Dale on episode whatever? Um. No. 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 Okay. No. I just mm. plug and play. It's a it's an electric smoker. You would. Yeah. So no. Uh, some brats. Mm. Made a couple of burgers. On the smoker. They, yeah, they come out a little bit tougher. Though. I know. Have you had any, have either of you guys had a success smoking burgers? Uh, I mean, when I cook like, them on the egg, it has the, you can take the plate out uh, for indirect an egg, or direct sorry. heat. Um, on my egg. Hey, right. I bought it from Chris Coborn. <laughs> right. I believe he was on last episode. Right, he was. He's, he probably should have been on the grilling episode. Sorry, right, Dale. He but, uh, he, he's a man that can be on a lot of different fired. episodes. That's true. That's right. true. Anyway, yes, there's a plate you can take out. But I'll cook it with the plate in, which is like the, the slower cook. You say plate yeah. in and out, and I'm just like, hey, I just put some $5 chips and some water and dumped them in my smoker and plugged it in. How hot does it get, though? Uh, I've gotten it to about 250-ish, maybe a little bit higher. 
For burgers? Okay. Like, I think that's about as high as it goes. Is it? I've never used, so I've only used like charcoal stuff. That's, oh, really? Yeah, I've never used like electric or like a pellet or like <clears throat> anything like that. I so like I don't it, know if like, like they get like hot to like sear things. No, that's what no, I like no, about no, the no. egg is like I can take the it's thing out and get it up to like 600 degrees like with a steak and like no, sear it real quick. No, it's all just like slow smoking. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Jeff, do you have any experience? I've never done burgers on a smoker, but ribs. Hold that up. Yeah, ribs I've done mm. quite a few times. Oh, okay. So, because um, as much as you've worked ribs. in restaurants, you like mm. cook as well. Yeah, yeah, all mm. the time. Absolutely. See, do a lot. Of, do a lot of cooking. Look at that. Man, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten dinner yet. Oh man, I haven't either. Yeah, you gotta you gotta come on a full belly. You gotta. You gotta I did have a and snack and I grabbed my weekly cherry Pepsi. Yeah, I had a bar and a, a little bit, a little bit of. I need a little coffee. Get me going. Even though it's hot We've out. got some coffee out in the hallway oh. that was brewed last Friday. Would you like mm, that? I do like that. Is that it's, like an old brew? Uh, yeah. Okay. You're sitting here talking about your green egg and all this other stuff. Like, I'm surprised he didn't bring his Yeti cup, too. I think he did. I think he did. <laughs> <laughs> My water. I've never right. seen him without that cup. Yeti oh. cup. Or without a, you know, a coffee red mug. One. The red one's good. We yeah. were talking about how great that red that, so like, the handled that's mug is. That's what I was referring to. And yeah. I've been using mine, like, for about two weeks now, again. Yeah, so. my I like my the white one that I have. I don't bring it to church very often, but I feel nice like seasoned. If you were to bring like that to church, people would be like, yeah. I can't keep tithing." I don't think <laughs> that people think so negatively of me as what you do. Oh, oh, we do. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> what have you been just smoking lately? Uh, just chicken breast. Okay. Yeah, I'm you know meal prep each week. Do chicken breast, and that's that. I haven't, like, I've tried other stuff, but, you know. Yeah. Have you done, like, a pork butt a pork butt or anything like that? Not recently. No? Not recently. Those are always, I feel like those are good because like, you can get one for, like, 12 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're just like, all right, if I mess it up, I, I can eat, like, part that. of it. Yeah, it's, it's a good. Just grab one and then, like, for, like, figuring out a good seasoning yeah. and stuff like that. That's yeah. what. Yeah, see, if I don't, if I do something bigger, I have to use my charcoal smoker. And so it's like, I can do it, but it's just. Oh, it's a really? lot more I thought that one, isn't that the same one that Chris has too? Yeah, but I mean, it's pretty small. Is it? No. It's pretty small. And and to and to do something bigger like a pork butt, I would go through like a bag and a half of pellets because that thing. Oh yeah. Like it goes nice. through pellets. Yeah, go on like yeah. over. Uh, yeah, 12, 14 hours. Right. Like that, maybe. Yeah. No, I would. Yeah, I probably in that amount of time I'd go through more. Yeah, than Yeah, you smoke it too. If it if you do anything less than twelve hours, it comes out rubbery and it's not good. Right. I agree. You know, yeah. You got to get it to the fat rendering state. Yeah. I wanted to go. I wanted to do. I wanted to try turkey. Yeah. Because I do love me some smoked turkey. I did one for our neighbors last year, but, but like, we had COVID, so we couldn't eat it. The turkey had COVID? No. Well, it might have when I sent it over. Eat? They didn't yeah. invite us over. I just cooked them a turkey and they didn't because Beth had COVID. And they didn't eat it? They did. Oh, oh. oh. Like I smoked oh, it for oh, them and then they took it. And they took it. And then gotcha. they didn't invite it. We were still under Beth was clear, I think, of COVID, but right. You know. but you were under what was what was that season like in your because you were stuck in the house, yeah. the only adult, with four young children yeah. for like a month. It was. That was tough. That was I a like, challenging time. Yes. Yeah. Very challenging. Yeah. And yeah, I mean it almost uh made me think of reconsider our foster situation but then uh you know somebody somebody wiser than me reminded me that those situations uh 
make you more adapt to handle them again or stronger if you will right so i was like you're right so who was that you're probably it was actually strong. Bob. I didn't want to get me. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't really someone wiser than you, right? Right, right. right. It was just I, someone. I would have told somebody else that also, right. but when right. somebody tells you, you're like, oh yeah, okay, all right. right. You're right. You're right. Right. I was expecting to be like, oh, it was Jason. Like, no, no, sure no, it wasn't. No. I would have said, you know, take all four of those kids. <laughs> you know what you need to do? Is just run. Just yeah, get. You... Did you guys have any COVID or any kind of quarantine stories? <laughs> No, um, fortunately, we were lucky enough. None of us, uh, none of us got yeah, we, infected. Yeah, we, we and, can... and Felicity, you know, she she works in hospice, and yeah. she's around it all. Yeah, you know, I mean, not around mm-hmm. it all the time, but she's she's in different, yeah. you know, areas where COVID is prevalent. And, yeah. uh, oh, but yeah. she was uh, fortunate. Um, just uh, never there was some facilities that, re- that yeah. really locked down, and they wouldn't let hospice nurses in. Oh, so, okay, yeah. so that helped out. Um, oh. But uh, you know. Looking back, um, she may have had it, and we just didn't. Right. You know, oh, we just yeah. didn't well, know and that was the thing. The whole, you yeah. Know, outbreak. Nobody, yeah. Right. Yeah. That was sure. the thing is that so. you could have had it. You might or might not. You might not show symptoms, or you might die. Right. Yeah. Any of any of those. So if you mm-hmm. fall into those categories, then you might have right. had, like it's just like I don't, know. I don't like something. Like, I don't know. I might have had it. I might not. I don't. Yeah. We haven't haven't known that we've had it. Right. Right. <clears throat> had people tell me there's like no way you could have been in the same house with. You know, like, right. wife. I mean, even though we were quarantined and not got it or right, whatever. So I'm like, I don't right. know. Yeah. Southwest Missouri is kind of going crazy right now. I know. I didn't really want to bring it up. But yeah, I mean, we're I was on the radio on the way over here. They were saying something about the potential mandates, maybe. I'm like, oh, oh we're going yeah. to Florida in a couple of weeks. And I'm like, oh, I come on. Yeah. Listen, I'm not going to get all whatever on this, but like, I don't think mandates yeah, are, are going to work this time. I don't think anybody. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I so think either. People are going to be. Yeah. People are going to be like, no, I'm not like, doing that. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people are like, I got a vaccine for the sole purpose exactly. of not having to wear a mask. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do it. Like, I, I think you're going to have a lot of people. Yeah. There's going to be a like lot that. more pushback on this go around if there's any. Yeah. Yeah. What you hear that, that France was trying to do a COVID passport? But, oh, like, yeah. you had to. So, like, he had proposed that, and I don't know. Don't fact check me on this. I'm not 100%. Hold <laughs> on. But, right. but, from my understanding, he was pro- the president was proposing it, but it would, like, limit going out to restaurants and, like, things like that. So, not, like, for travel, air travel, but it was, like, your daily, your everyday daily things. And, it was, and so, people were, hmm. I guess, protesting it and stuff. And I'm like, Dude. So, they said no. So France being France didn't put up right, right, right. <laughs> nah, fine, whatever. Right. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, so I'm like, dude, I don't. I hope and they don't look at anything like that here. I've heard that. Um, so with Canada reopening their borders, they're gonna require Americans to be vaccinated before they can come over. I think. I think yeah, I'd heard that too. Yeah. I, I wonder if they're gonna like apologize though. Like, hey, right. we're really sorry. Right. I wonder if you go and you're not vaccinated and they're like, hey, it's okay. Come it's on okay. in. Yeah, Come yeah, on. You're fine. You want some syrup? Right. <laughs> right. All right. Well, Shane, tell us what's in the news this oh, week. What do we got? I see something. I see the word Iowa and I chicken know. McNuggets. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of good ones in here. Here's the deal. I'm going to read this one first because I am not normally the poop is funny guy. Like, <laughs> no, but talking bears is. But talk, I actually, there was a bear story. Oh, was there really? And I almost put it in here. 
And I'm like, we should have like a talking bear story of the week. We should. That'd be because, good. I mean, yes. <laughs> That'd be good. Episode, what was that, five? Episode five. Yeah, I think it was episode five. Yeah. When episode five, is, cause, which is going to be released soon. And, so, uh, yeah. full disclosure, I think I was supposed to release it on Thursday. I think you had it right on YouTube. And I oh, did it. I really? I think so. Oh, look. Well, I just adjusted the next one. So. Okay. So we're all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, eventually we'll have all this organized. <laughs> but yeah, episode five, we like like lost it because we both there were talking there were some bear stories just, and like i just think it's really funny to hear a bear story and then talk like you're a bear like of what was going like, through the oh, bear's okay. mind oh okay. what a nice picnic you know like i just <laughs> I immediately went to yogi right i just like you know i just think it was so funny and the story was pretty funny and i think there's been a lot of bear stories lately i feel there like has been. even locally you know yeah. they had the one sure. kirkwood and yeah, yeah. I hear they have COVID. They're kind of slow. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Explosive diarrhea causes. Oh, we're going to that one. Oh, we're going to this one. Yeah, that's why I said I want to. Oh, this is uh, sorry. Yes, I've heard. I've heard about this story. I don't listen. Explosive diarrhea causes NBC's ultimate slip and slide to pause production. (laughs) I mean the name. The name. I mean, come on. NBC has indefinitely paused production of its upcoming competition show, Ultimate Slip and Slide, reportedly after multiple people on the set came down with diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) The rap reported Thursday that up to 40 crew members fell violently ill, citing a person with knowledge of the production. That person said that they were collapsing, that people were collapsing and being forced to run into portable <laughs> due to awful explosive Like, so what is this show about? It's the ultimate slide. slip and slide. It's an ultimate, yeah, I don't, I mean, it was supposed to be the kickoff for the Olympics. Like, oh, is they, that the, the show, it's supposed to start after the Olympics. It was like, you know, there was a show oh. that goes on and that was supposed to be the show. My mind kind of went somewhere else when I saw explosive. I know, diarrhea. right? And also, <laughs> and slip and slide. I was yeah. like, "Oh, this can't be good." I wasn't sure if people like design them or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I was thinking. TMZ also cited of course, an NBC would come up with this to the production as saying that multiple people. Why does it have quotes in uh, close to production in quotes? They were like also cited in an anonymous source close to the production, which means that it's like, hey, right. my cousin heard something my that he worked. You could have just by walked by the set said, and like seen the right. sign, close to production. I bet it's oh. diarrhea. Turns out the show goes. <laughs> and of course, TMZ is like, ooh, what did you say about diarrhea? <laughs> yeah. Somebody close to production as saying that multiple people were ill with gastrointestinal symptoms. Spokespeople for NBC did not immediately respond to the request for comment. They were in the bathroom. However, people confirmed that a shutdown began on June 2nd, and at least one crew member tested positive for Giardia, a parasite that can cause diarrhea. Spokesperson for Universal TV Studios, which is producing the show for the NBC, told that is in the process of determining which next steps in order to complete production. My guess is Pepto-Bismol. The show, which was being filmed in California's Simi Valley, <clears throat> was described in a May press release as a wet and wild new series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. But it takes uh, the spirit of the classic backyard slip and slide and transform it, transforms it into real life water park full of gigantic slippery rides with a chance to take down, take home a big cash prize. It is scheduled to premiere August 8th, though it's unclear how the diarrheal <laughs> delay might affect <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. That's I wonder. Good. I wonder what 
all of those people had in common. I know. I wonder what? if like they ate something. Like somebody brought a meal Probably. in for the set or something. Yeah, it has yeah. to be. That's the only thing it could be. It could be Some slip and slide related. Does anybody have a good poop story? Uh, no. Slip and slide? I mean, everybody's got one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how long is this going to go on for? Because <laughs> I got a number. Wait, of how many people are listening to this? Yeah, I feel like every like adult, yeah. like, like oh, you've yeah. at least once or twice in your life, there's some significant story, like something that happens that is like, ooh, this is no. I, mean, I have a one funny story. This is not about me, oh, yeah. but a good a close a friend. friend, of mine. <laughs> a friend I Let's just call him. Here's the quote: A friend I have, right. a friend of someone mine. close to the set. It's a, it's a golf course related story. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah. he was working with us in the summer. Uh-huh. And we. Uh, oh, I remember you told us. Have I told? Oh, anyway, I don't. I don't remember. I heard it. Uh, he. We walk our mowers out to green, to mow right. them, whatever. So he's walk, and he's at the furthest section away from the shop, like the furthest out. And yeah. he gets all the way out there, and he's got to go poop. Right. Oh, and so there's, you know, in the area, there's a lot of pine trees and like, you know, some good coverage right. for maybe. Pine trees relieving, don't offer a lot of right. Low relieving yourself coverage. the other way, maybe not squatting. Like right, if you yeah. have to, you know, number one. Right, pine trees are good. Right. Anyway, he proceeds to dig a hole, and that's kind of you know, in in the in the needles apparently, and then uh, he came back without a sock, missing one sock. Ah. And so we were like, "What happened to your sock?" Right. Uh, I don't want to use any names. And right, right. He was like, "Well," and kind of explained it. Right, right. And then he had to. Use it. Right. So somewhere we always joke like, uh, if you ever have to dig anywhere in the area, like you're gonna right. find some you socks, find some sock. petrified like poop <laughs> sock or something. And then we also know we played softball for years with this guy, so it was always like a, always like a joke. Like, right. All right. Then, I don't know. It's just every time I drive by that tree. Right. I can't help but think about. <laughs> right. I'm surprised the guy had time to dig a hole. Dig a like, hole. If you have to go if you that really bad, to I mean, go. maybe he just covered it up. Make I mean, it maybe back to right. the. If you have time to dig a hole, you can hop in the truck. Right. 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 But he was so walking. Really he couldn't walk all the way back to the Right. Back. That's you the thing is when you're that's moving. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's what yeah. it's like. So. I don't know if I should tell this story, but I'm going. Well, to. we can always edit it out later. Mm. I don't. Edit or it you don't. Yeah. And we'll give the we'll give the disclaimer yeah. at the beginning sure. of this. They're not going to listen. They won't. Listen. So <laughs> there's nobody listening <laughs> anymore. <laughs> well, either that or our viewership has skyrocketed in the last thirty seconds. Hey, there, there you go. Then now we know what to talk <laughs> about. Yeah. So my father-in-law, he has a lot of accents. Oh, okay. Uh huh. All right. So. This just happened this week. <laughs> just this week. Wow, current. This is current. Current events. I gotta, I gotta brace myself here. The so, there's been times where, like, he's been coming in from the field and he's had to go and he didn't make it. So he runs. I mean, and they have their own property and, you know, he just ran inside <laughs> naked. So his new thing, I guess, in case he has an accident. It's apparently he mows his grass and nothing but his underwear. Oh my! Oh my! God. <laughs> just a preventative there? I don't know. How does that prevent anything other than you just, right. now your mower is going to be like tainted? You know? Why don't you just go with like diapers? Here's what I do now. That's actually good. Yeah, yeah. Carter came home the uh, other day. <laughs> Traumatized. He went to visit old Papa. Right. With his girlfriend. I'm surprised he doesn't call him Poo Poo or something. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. So. uh... <laughs> Went to take the girlfriend to see 
just over there to do some hiking on their property, and uh, Papa was cutting his grass and his underwear, and he looks at me and he goes, take her around the corner, <laughs> take her around oh. the corner. What is it with, and like... he has to drive the mower, I guess, back to the house. Oh, my God. To put oh, some man. pants on. <laughs> oh. Uh, so what is yeah. the deal with, is it, like, with yard that. work? That he, I think it's no. IBS. I don't know. The <laughs> IBS, yeah. I don't know if I really. Yeah, you haven't asked the guy mows questions. the lawn in his underwear. So. This right. just in: we lost one listener. Shane's father-in-law's dad. Right, we're out of the will too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Way to go! You're not going to get that mower. Okay? <laughs> right. yeah. You know what? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That you gotta think about. Hey Shane, grab the mower, bring it over here. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. What was that movie, Dirty Work? Hey, that's my shirt. Uh, never mind. <laughs> no idea. I've never heard of that movie. Oh, it's got Norm. Is that Norm McDonald? Yeah, and uh, what was the other guy's name? It's kind of like when the Sandler movies were big, like oh, okay. Happy, or not Happy Gilmore, like Billy Madison, and oh, like yeah. along those lines. Yeah. All right. I will make enough talk about poop. All right. All right. <laughs> Iowa man calls in bomb threat because he didn't get sauce for chicken McNuggets. Mm. Please this say, seems like an overreaction. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Let's take a step back. Do you think you could have handled the situation differently? No. <laughs> Police say an Iowa man attempted to get revenge on his local McDonald's after he was shafted out of sauce for his chicken McNuggets, but things blew up in his face. Whoa. Ankeny police arrested Robert Goldwitzer Jr. on Saturday night after he allegedly threatened to blow up the restaurant and punch an employee over missing... In that order. Wow. (laughs) According to ABC affiliate. Investigators told the station that the 42-year-old suspect called the fast food chain after discovering his order was incorrect. But that is angering. Can we just agree? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you ask for it and, yes. you, and you make sure yes. you specify what you're wanting. Yes. Right. You it's, already know that they're like, oh, yes. here's one. Right. Like, you yes. order a 20-piece and they're like, would you like one sauce? Like, no. No, I actually, don't give want... me one of everything yeah, because exactly. I like variety. I want to take well, one chicken nugget and honey mustard, one in the barbecue. I like... Do you go I kamikaze? Nugget. Do you think I really right. care about myself right, right now? Right. <laughs> I'm not going to eat them plain either. Like, right. come on, like, come on. right. I just, but it is frustrating to get like, especially if you get home, right? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And then you're like, you know, I can either yeah. go all the way right. back, or yeah, oh. yeah, or and I can threaten mean, yeah. a bomb, and right, yeah, right, right. And right. I'm sorry, yeah. but like the sauce in your fridge, not the same. No, it's not. Oh, no, no. Like you get that for home food, right? You get the McDonald's or whatever. That's for the oven nuggets right. or whatever, yeah. the air fryer that, nuggets. That's for when you're picking off the kids' food because they don't eat anything. Mm-hmm. Investigators told the station that the 42-year-old suspect called the fast food after discovering his order was uh, incorrect. Police, after police contacted Goldwitzer, the sauce-craving suspect admitted <laughs> to making the threats. <laughs> Authorities arrested him Saturday night and charged him with a felony charge of making a false report of explosive or empty... And, Incendiary. Incendiary. That is an N in there. Device. I'm just saying that's just how it's pronounced. (laughs) On Sunday. Jeffco over here trying to correct me. (laughs) (laughs) On Sunday, he was released from Polk County Jail after posting bond. And he he proposed to his girlfriend. Right. 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 That was a story from last week. Uh, People have made some really bizarre bogus bomb threats before. For instance, on January 19th, 
Uh, on January of 2019, a 23-year-old college student in Rennes, France, called in a fake bomb threat so he would have <laughs> to see his parents. That's what you're going to do if it comes to like you moving the mower. <laughs> I'm not touching that oh, the next a bomb. one. <laughs> I've, I've heard the, the la- that bottom one in November yeah. 2018, that one. Yeah, a New Orleans man accused of threatening <laughs> to blow up. A local restaurant told police he was referring to Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we covered so that funny. one. Didn't we cover that did, one? Like, one of the early it episodes? Familiar for yeah, some maybe reason. we did. Yeah, because he was yeah. like, I was just telling him I'm going to blow it up. Blow it <laughs> up. <laughs> about to blow it up. It's <laughs> fair warning. Oh, you know. And then after I get done here, I'm headed over to this new NBC TV show. I normally don't like it when people are like, oh, I'm going to blow it up. Because like, I don't want to hear about your... your right. Your All right. Oh, I'm the same way. Like, that, I, yeah. I don't like that. But like that guy, he's my new favorite guy. Right. I'm about to blow it up. Right. <laughs> Call Could you imagine the person that like, oh, dear. Oh. What it? What did that man say? <laughs> Do you think um, I should call the police? The bathroom and I don't know what to... I think we need to call the police. <laughs> Sir, what are you in here doing? I'm blowing, I'm it, blowing up, it up, officer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yabba Dabba dispute solved. Fred Flintstone's house can stay. Oh. Uh, that's that's, this is heartwarming. Uh, so, a guy in... This would be in San Francisco. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Eric Reisberg... Via APA statue of Fred. Oh, okay. Yeah, a that, statue. Yeah, that's, yeah, sorry. That's not important. That's just what? not important. <laughs> just get down to the Fred Flintstone fought the law. I copied and pasted and he in a won. hurry on this because <laughs> right. I knew you were going to be all like, I don't have anything. I'll just take over from okay, here. Okay, would you? Fred yeah. Flintstone fought the law and he won. <laughs> Technically, the owner of the fanciful Fred Flintstone's house in a posh San Francisco suburb settled a lawsuit with the town of Hillsborough. But the agreement will allow Fred and his friends to remain. Okay. So right, you, you actually missed the most important thing up top. A statue of Fred Flintstone stands near the front entryway of the Flintstone house. Oh, never mind. That's a picture. You're right. <laughs> Basically, bottom line is. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most pointless <laughs> news article that we've so shared. Confused. It's a slow news day. <laughs> Listen, the guy makes a house that looks just right. like the Flintstones house. Uh-huh. And they want and to tear it down? freak out. A bunch of Karens on the freaking... Like you don't HMA. know that. You don't know that. You That's what it don't, says. Don't. A bunch of people complained, and the guy was like, "No," and he fought, and because it didn't like fit the neighborhood or something like right. that. Right, and they're like, That's "No," what, and like, he's like, "Bam, bam," and he won. Those are the complaints that we get. Like, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> bam, bam. I see what you did there. Uh, okay, so apparently there was multiple stop work orders filed. And it's 2,730 square foot. Wow. That's a commitment. That is one big prehistoric home. <clears throat> yeah. No yeah, news on are. Barney Rubble's role in the matter. Yeah, I saw that. That was great. There you go. Well, cool. Well, yeah, thanks, Shane. Yeah. So, always nice to hear good things like that. Well, somewhat. All right. Let's do a little bit of Bible. Get this over with, Jason. Right. So, which, by the way, we haven't even said why Jeff is here. Because it's not its time yet. Well, yeah, but normally we, like, say, should we just keep people in suspense? Mm -hmm. Oh. All right. No. Because I think they'll be really disappointed when they're like, this is just a normal guess. Right. No, No, he's got management experience Mm -hmm. and being a leader in the workplace. We talked a little bit about he's got some cooking experience. 
And John is here because we just enjoy having John around. Because, listen, our ratings are low and we needed a voice. And we needed a voice (laughs) to come back. We needed to persuade the the lady listeners. Like, that guy? Easy. Take it easy. This is a family Have you heard his voice? Well, yeah, but, you know, he doesn't need any encouragement. The ladies don't need any encouragement from you. <laughs> All right. I've been following what you're saying. James, <laughs> James chapter four <laughs> is where we're at. And so we, so we're, we're only like, I think we've only got a couple more weeks, and then we'll have to figure something else out. But so I'm gonna, I want to look at uh, verses six through ten is kind of the point that I want to hone in on. And so I'll read the these verses, and then just a couple of things that uh, stood out to me. So. Uh, chapter 4 verse 6 says but he gives more grace therefore it says god opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble submit yourselves therefore to god resist the devil and he will flee from you draw near to god and he will draw near to you cleanse your hands you sinners and purify your hearts you double-minded be wretched and mourn and weep let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom humble yourselves before the lord and he will exalt you so at first, when you look at this, it's like, oh, he's like saying to that I should be sad and that I should like be gloomy and all. That. So it, it like one of the things that just stood out to me. I'm like, I can't cover this chapter of James without kind of digging in and, and saying, okay, what exactly is he saying? Is he is James saying here? So essentially, there's seven things that I wrote that he is telling us to do that James is encouraging people to do. And again, this is this whole book has been about. Um, you know, what, you know, what, what are some things that we need to do as Christians? We have certain beliefs, but how do those beliefs actually walk and talk in everyday life? Mm So here he's got kind of a a list of seven things. So the first thing he says is submit to God, resist temptation, draw near to God, cleanse your heart, your hands, purify your hearts, mourn and weep over your sin is what he's talking about there and humble yourselves. So those are the seven things. So let's look at each one, um, one step at a time. So the first thing is to submit to God. And so as I was kind of thinking, well, what is that? What does that look like? How does one submit to God? And so I, I, I immediately I thought of like, you know, this is a mannish podcast. And so like work is oftentimes the thing that, you know, I, I, I go to and thinking about, well, what does it look like at work? And so if you're going to recognize the authority of someone that's over you, um, you know, you, you, you first, you stop and you recognize, okay, this person is the one that's in charge. And so it's like, you know, based on that, you're going to operate in accordance to what it is that they're, what are their expectations. Mm -hmm. So, you know, give, so I think when we were talking about recognizing God's authority, submitting to him, I think it's giving thanks regularly. I think it's, um, blessing others when you can, I think, you know, recognizing that you're not the source of, you know, the blessings that Mm -hmm. you've been given. I think, you know, we talk about tithing and how like part of that is recognizing that, you know, none of this is because of an effort that I've made. It's all, you know, God's. And so when we talk about, you know, we wants the first 10 percent, well, it was his to begin with. And so tithing is just kind of a step yeah. of, you know, recognizing that and saying, hey, I'm going to sometimes like, well, you get to keep 90 percent. Right. Like, you know, it's not right. Yeah. Right. And, and so the other idea that I wrote down with submitting to God is kind of all areas of your life. And, and I think that is, at least for me personally, that's one of the more challenging things is because I, I, and I heard a pastor say one time and it just, it really resonated with me because it kind of put handles on what I felt for so long. 
is that we can be very mature in certain aspects of our life and then very immature in other aspects. Yeah. And, and, and there are certain things that are going to come easy to us and certain things that aren't going to come, you know, very easy. And so what I, what I uh, did, and I need to kind of, you know, I, I try to make a habit of doing this regularly, is I just list out areas of my life. How are my relationships? How, how am I submitting to God in my relationships? How's my, you know, what am I doing at work? How am I submitting to God at work? You know, how am I doing as a parent, as a husband? How am I doing, you know, in terms of being a spiritual leader in my family? How am I, you know, all of these areas in my life mm-hmm. of just, you know, and I think about like my extended family that, you know, I've got long relationships with them, you know, my, how does that look, you know? And so really just kind of saying, Hey, what are some areas of my life that I'm doing pretty well with submitting to God? And what are some areas that I'm not? Cause I yeah. think all of us will find that that's, that's the case probably going to be something that you need to improve on or be like, all right, this is the next thing I need to work on. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I, and, and I think it, it probably, at least for me, it's, it shifts over time. I mean, I'll go through seasons oh, yeah, to where yeah. it's like, it's super easy for me to be like really generous with money mm-hmm. and like help people out. And then there's other seasons that that's just, it's just more of a challenge for me. I'll go through certain seasons to where like my prayer life, it's just kind of easy and it's not a challenge. And then I go through seasons to where it's like, I'll go a couple of days. And I'm like, man, I've never like, I haven't like stopped and just really yeah. spent right. time. It's like, I've just kind of thrown prayers up every yeah. now and then, you know? So, I mean, I think it, I think it shifts for people. Um, and then the last thing that I wrote down with submitting to God is that it's a process and that James, you know, it, it, and when you think about submission is that that's a continual process. It's not mm-hmm. something that you submit and then you're done. Yeah. You know, it's something that it's every day. I mean, and and again, I go back to like the boss at work. It's like, that's a continual thing. (laughs) It's You know, you can't just listen to him on the first day or her on the first day and then, okay, I've submitted. You know, it's like it's a continual thing. Um, So secondly, resist temptation. And so this one, I I think it's easy one, right? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I think we it's just gloss over this. One yeah. I, I know. Well, and, and it's like, what are like, just to even think, what are the temptations? Oh, my God. Like, Around every corner. Like, I mean, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, There's food. Just, yeah. Food. Right. Just, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's all kinds of inappropriate things, yeah. you know, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All over the place. Well, and and one of the things that, um, not to give Pastor Bob another shout out. Oh, man. Second one in the episode. Um, We can add it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Pastor Earl actually said this years ago when he was here. Um, No, but, and he was using the example of sexual temptation. It was talking about like boyfriend, girlfriend, dating Mm -hmm. type. And, and, And what he had said is that you've got to make a plan for what you're going to do when temptation hits, because mm, you're yeah. not going to be level headed and thinking right. in terms of, you know, how do I resist temptation in the moment? Yeah. And so it's, you've got to have a plan. You got to think through like, okay, how am I going to handle this? What am I going to do? And I think you can take that, ex- that illustration. I think you can apply it to just about Across any temptation That's yeah. True, yeah. that we face. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, and we talked, you know, one of the things I want to get into it, one of the episodes, and I was actually talking with Mike today, is, uh, you know, health and fitness. Yeah. And so one of the things that uh, has really helped me is just not just visualizing what it's going to be to succeed and what, you know, what am I going to, you know, feel like once I've done X, Y, or Z, but also visualizing what's it going to be like when this sucks? 
Like, no, I mean, like yeah. we think about like when, when we I ran that 5K yeah. of like, what is, you know, that hill? And like, yeah. that sucked. And so, mm. you know, so one of the things I read was that, you know, you go around, you drive the night before and you look and you say, okay, what's it going to feel like to mm. round the corner and you see that hill, you know? And so, I, but I think that's all part of it is like yeah. yourself for those mentally preparing yeah. yourself. That's really good because I, yeah, like, because I think especially in something like that, like fitness and like things that you're struggling with, you're like, you always think of the end result like, I can't wait to be here. Right. But you never really think about like those people who got there, they went journey. Oh, right. To right. Get there, and that part kind of sucked at some point. Right. So it's like, you've got to mentally put yourself in that. Like there's parts of this that are going to suck. Yeah. And that's discipline and discipline will breed something much greater. Yeah. And you have to be realistic too about oh, yeah. your results. Oh, yeah. Cause you know, you look and you see, you know, if you're looking at a, you know, a fitness or somebody that's gone through a transition of, you know, a weight loss or bodybuilding and, mm-hmm. and you see, yeah. okay, here they are in 2017 and here they are in 2021. I mean, they right. didn't get to this point, right. Right. you know. Yeah, for us, we look and it's like a second or, difference of like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. that's four years. That right, person, yeah. Right. You know. second video of transformation actually uh-huh. took two, three years. Right, yeah. yeah. Right. And, it, and you think, man, I you know, how, how am I going to get through this and yeah, yeah. just the, the journey yeah. that it takes, yeah. Well, and I think some of those really deep-seated temptations that that a lot of, you want to call them addictions or whatever the, you know, word is for it, I think a lot of that kind of untethering ourselves from that, it's a process. It's going to take, it's going to take time. Oh, it's yeah. going to, you know, and we've got to plan, we've got to be aware of it, we've got to, mm-hmm. you know, there's all types of things that we can do, but, you know, it's, uh, we've, we've got to think ahead. And then the other thing that I wrote down from this is is the armor of God. And so looking at, you know, Ephesians 6 of, you know, the belt of truth, breastplate of righteousness, all, all of those things. It's like all of that, not only does God in his word give us the command of resist temptation, but then he also gives us the formula on how it's done, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is we, we tend to over overthink sometimes. Or how am I going to how am I going to resist this or how am I and, and really Ephesians 6 kind of lines it out. And the thing that, that I love about it is it says, you know, you, you pick up all of these pieces and you don't have to battle the enemy. You just have to stand. And that's, yeah. and that's what it says mm. in Ephesians 6. And that's also what it says here is it resists temptation and he'll flee. Like it's not, a, you know, God will fight the right. battle for you. You just got to be prepared and you've got to, you know, gird yourself up every day. Right there and just say, I'm not going to give in right here. And that's all you got to do. Right. Right. Which one is of, still hard. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. W- one of the things I, I heard, and, and I, haven't, um, I haven't really unpacked this a whole lot mentally yet to kind of think through, um, but it was just intriguing to me. Is I, he- I heard a pastor say recently that in the moment of when you're making that wrong choice, whatever that looks like, his recommendation was say out loud, I am a child of God. Hmm. And he said, just saying those, speaking those words right. in that moment, he said, nine times out of 10 is going to snap you out of it. Right. And you're going to realize that I wasn't made for this. I was actually made for something better. And I'm, and, and so, and I'm sitting there listening That's to this. so simple. I know. It so is. Huge. It is. Isn't it? I was That's just like, I was listening to it and I'm like, wow, either that is completely ineffective or it's profound i can't figure out which one it is yeah. yet but it, it, i but i think it's pretty profound so that's so funny so like one like so normally like my prayer time is in the morning when i'm walking right and like when i'm talking through like hey i'm struggling with this right now or whatever or like if i catch myself like 
with a struggle or something, I'm just like, man, this is not who I am. Like, I found right. myself, like, praying that, like, Jesus, this is not who I am. Like, I'm not that that person. Right. And it was like, holy cow, but I never made that connection. Well, okay, that's not who I am, but what am I? So, like, hmm. that's kind of going to be my new prayer. Like, yeah. if I'm being tempted or if I'm, like, yeah. struggling with something or whatever, I'm be like, I'm a child of God. Yeah. This is not what they act like. And, and it's not even, like, that threatening, like, you're not supposed to act like this. It's like, this is who you are. Right. And when you talk about who you are, your whole inner outlook will, like, it changes you from yeah. the inside out. Like, because when you think or you speak something over your life, like, you eventually become that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I think what you're thinking, so we talked about after the podcast, yeah, we talked about yeah, Louis Giglio's that. new book. Yeah, that's right. And oh, how, yeah, and, yeah, and so, like, if you haven't checked it out, so he's got a message from when he was at James River uh, a couple weeks ago. It was just really, really good. And oh, yeah, about, I don't listen uh, we're not going to bash James River this, this time. Are <laughs> oh, you guys bash James River? What? No, Chris, Kil- no, Chris uh, Kilburn uh, said Chris said a couple weeks ago that his the new book that uh, yeah. Pastor Lindell had released. Yeah. He's like, oh, I, it's not really my favorite. Yeah. And so I was like, if John Lindell happens to be listening to this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> we, we love your book. Yeah. We would we would <laughs> actually love to right. with us immediately, and that right. episode's not even released yet. Right, you're right. So. So, yeah, no, he gave this, uh, it, it was a really good message, but it was very simple about, and, and he recommended writing down um, the lie that the enemy has put in your head about oh, yourself. Maybe I did listen. I, I think and I did then, listen. And I then cross it out and write the truth that God has mm-hmm. spoken over your life. And he said, just do that for 66 days. Oh, wow. And he said, yeah. and you will set a new neural process in your brain of how you think mm-hmm. of yourself and how you think of that lie. He said, on the, on the flip side of it, if you just listen to that lie, in 66 days, you'll have a new neural path that is convinced that that lie is true. true, yeah. And it's yeah. just, and again, something so simple, but it's like, that makes a lot of sense. It's crazy. A lot of sense. All right, number three. I knew this would be like a very pastoral thing of, I've got seven points and we're going to take forever. And you're only on three? I'm only on three. <laughs> uh, should, should I interrupt you like you did mine and be like, all right, just... Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, you no. Totally you guys need to. I have. If I then. feel the anointing leave me, then you can. But so I far, you guys need to wrap it up right here. <laughs> Long time ago. All right, number three it okay. says, "Draw near to God." So, you know, I I think that, and, and and this ties into all of the stuff that we talk about with our prayer life, with our you know Bible reading plan, with mm-hmm. all uh, those are all ways that we can draw near to God. I think that um, one of the things that God's really been challenging me with. Is kind of, kind of filling in the empty space of my day yeah. with with God um, stuff that you know. It, it, I, I heard a, a, another pastor say, you know, th- there's stuff that just isn't sinful, but it just doesn't. It's dumb. Yeah. And he's like, you could like eat your lawnmower. That's that not a sin, but it's dumb. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And so it's yeah, like that was on that right, right. Was like, you could eat your like, lawnmower, but that's when just they're dumb. discrediting him, like yeah. everything he has yeah. said has right. made total sense. Right. That I like. I yeah. just listened to that yesterday. And I was right. Like, yeah, that's a good, like, you know, yeah. just because it's not sinful doesn't mean it's a great right. idea. It doesn't mean it's great. It's stupid. So, I mean, that's, I, I think all of those things are things that we can do that, you know, draw near to God. Um, and, and again, I think we're really good at this whenever life falls apart. Yeah. It's like when life falls apart, when we get that phone call, when we're in the ER, sure. when we're, you know, whatever, it's like, oh, then we're praying now, <laughs> you know, right. but it's like, 
it's it's doing it in the good seasons it's you know making a regular habit well i heard a good i think this might be a lindo one or driscoll but like we we pray now for the wars we're prepared you know for tomorrow right you know basically pray during the good times because you're gonna need all you can yeah because bad time, times yeah. are gonna happen <laughs> it's not like you not know unavoidable right yeah uh the fourth thing it talks about cleansing your hands and and essentially this is what he's talking about is is just cleansing your actions and just being aware of when you when you mess up and just trying to be better you know i mean just trying to cleanse that i i had a um a professor in seminary and this illustration has stuck with me for for years is he said if if i go to make coffee and he, and he was using the example of pornography but he said if i go to make coffee um he said i'm going to put coffee grounds in the coffee maker he's like i'm gonna pour water and what color the the water is clear when i pour it in what color is it going to be when i when it drips out it's like oh it's going to be dark he said mm-hmm. all right now let's say i dump that and i put more clear water in a second time then what colors in it? oh it's going to be a little bit lighter, little bit lighter. And he's like if i keep doing that eventually what i pour in is going to be about what comes out right. he said provided that i don't add more grounds mm-hmm. and he's like and, and so his point was that like like you can get over pornography if you don't add more to it and you just keep pouring water in just keep taking in more of god's Mm. word don't add any more and then eventually it's going to work itself out and i think that's i think that's the case with you know anything anything right you know is this like there is something to be said for stop it like stop doing that right (laughs) start you know yeah and and start focusing on god and eventually like we do that enough it's it's going to work itself out yep um and then the last three are pretty pretty quick so purify your hearts so i think that's talking about you know what are your thoughts renewing your mind i think we mm-hmm. think about you know romans 12 and um you know and how we set our thoughts on what god uh has for us it talks about mourning and weeping which this is th- this was one area that it was a little interesting the way that James worded this, but when you start to dig in, and I won't get into all the details, but when you start to dig in to see what he was referring back to, is it was a lot of mourning and weeping over the sin of Israel that the priests would do. And and the point that he's making here for his readers is that you've also got to mourn and weep over your own sin. You've got to recognize that this is stuff that I need to avoid and you need to regret what you've done and you and you need to like feel remorse for it and then the last thing he says is humble yourselves and and the only point that i wrote down for that is you don't have all the answers none of us have all the answers and so i you know so when i think about like the relationships that we have with each other and you know i I, i've always said you know everybody needs a paul a barnabas and a timothy you need somebody that you're mentoring that you're helping out you need someone that encourages you and then you need someone that's kind of your mentor and you can go to and so i think that's i think that's part of it is keeping in mind that hey i don't have all the answers and yeah. you know and so. honestly i want to go back to the last one about <clears throat> mourning your sins yeah because i feel like that's a big one because now we go from we go either one extreme or the other anymore we either beat ourselves up to a point where we can't come out of things mm-hmm. or we just say oh well god's <clears throat> grace we right don't need to worry about it mm. and so I feel like where this is at, because the Bible clearly says that there's no condemnation if you're in Jesus. Right. So I feel like what it's really grasping is like, note the severity of your sin when you mess up. Like right. the price that yeah. was paid for that. Like 
it's pretty big and like at least be in like you know you, you can't sit there and beat yourself up and, and get in this cycle but like you can some at some point look at this and be like this was pretty serious and like and i feel like when you do that and you also at the same time you realize like the forgiveness that was given to you it's mm-hmm. gonna do two things yeah. one it's gonna help you feel like it's gonna help you appreciate and love jesus right. and be like oh my gosh thank you that you forgave me for this but also it's going to change your focus when you look at other people who mess up and you're probably going to be, right. it's going to go to that. Well, I think it, oh, yeah. yeah I think it humbles be, you. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to be like, yeah. Oh man. And you're going to have that much more grace right. and forgiveness for other people too. Yeah. I, I was listening and it was kind of just by chance, chance it was on in the background. And then I looked it up on YouTube to save it. Cause I want to watch it later. It was an interview um, with uh, Terry Crews and his wife. Yeah. And, and he was talking about his pornography addiction and his infidelity and his marriage and and he was he was talking about the night that he was really wrestling with confessing to his wife what all had been going on. And he said that uh, he said that God woke him up every hour on the hour that whole night and said, you know, you've got to tell her you've got to mm-hmm. tell her. And he's just like, I can't I can't I can't. And then he said it was just so like, you know, profound. He talked about how in the morning. He just felt God, you know, say, hey, I've given you grace, but I don't know what else to do with you. Mm. And and so, you know, so at that point, his wife called him, he confessed and everything. And she like initially was saying, we're done, like I'm leaving mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. And so he sat down with his pastor and he said, probably the best advice that my pastor that anyone's ever given me is he said, you know, he's like, you need to work your tail end off and you might not get her back. In fact, you probably won't. But in order to fully appreciate the grace that God has given you, you need to walk this path and you need to fix this. Hmm. And, and it's just like, like, and so, and so he was talking about how that was like, just so true. He's like, I was, I was thinking on the fleshly side, he's like, I was thinking, well, you know, a lot of people get divorced a lot of, I mean, this is actually pretty common. It's going to be okay. He's like, I was justifying all of this, Hmm. but I want none of it, you know, was to help me. He's like, and I eventually thought, well, what if I'm the problem? What if I'm the, you know, yeah. and he said this pastor's like, well, you are <laughs> like that, you know. And so it's just like, I, I think that's, you know, when we really talk about regretting our sin and, and mourning and weeping over our sin. I mean, I think part of that is you got to understand just how profound the grace yeah. side of things is. Put that all in the perspective. Yeah. All sure. right. Well, we've got Jeff here. And so each week or each episode, we try to talk about some sort of manly ish, man ish topic. And so better so, to bring in, right? <laughs> I mean, he's got some great I mean, sleeves. He is, like, he does. here's the deal. The first time I saw him, I'm like, that dude has got some amazing tats. Right. I agree. Right. I agree. Yeah. Right. So was that like a slow progression or how did, how did that all? new? Midlife crisis, I guess. Really. <laughs> you know, I turned 40 years old and I just thought I had to get, you know, uh, so I don't know. You started getting I hadn't had, my first tattoo was on my, on my side here. Um, when I was 39 oh, wow. and, and, and once I got that, I thought, you know, I, I thought maybe I get something on my arm, you right. know, something cool on my arm. Right, right. And, uh, and so, um, yeah, I, I went in and kind of had an idea of what I wanted and, and keep that up. Yeah. To you, oh, you're going in and out. Sorry. Oh, okay. And then the gal, you know, started working on my arm. Well, she kind of went down a little bit farther than I wanted her to. Uh-huh. And, uh, I thought, well, 
shoot, she's gone this far. I might as well right. get it all, yeah, get, it, right. get the whole arm yeah. done. And then I, I kind of like things uh, symmetrical. Symmetrical, yeah. So I thought, oh, well, yeah. I kind of got to start on the other arm now. Right. So honestly, you know, most people, yeah. I think, um, would take years and years to get as right. much work as I've gotten done. Um, I got it done, and I'm not patting myself on the back because it's not, you know, it's not, you know, but I, I think I got it done both both arms and chest in, you know, maybe two years. I think I oh, had wow. everything oh, wow. done because I was going back like every once once a portion of my arm would heal, would heal. Yeah. I'd go back yeah, and fine. and yeah. get another two weeks, you know, a week and a half, two weeks later it would take to heal, and then she'd go back over it and then do some more and go back over it, do some more. So hmm. yeah, I was a uh, she loved me because I was yeah. you know I was I was a regular. <laughs> so are those new? Like is no the, no no the these are new. No, these are these okay. are all. Yeah, I've had these for. For some reason, you know, I kept thinking you only had the one arm. No, no, no. I've had both arms done probably since. I mean, I've been coming here now for three years, and I probably yeah. had them both done okay. when yeah. I started okay. coming here. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just. Well, I, I just you know. Well, it fits the part for the podcast. Yeah, I guess. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm actually a year in, and I'm going to get this thing finished. Next week. Yeah. Yep. They're gonna. She's gonna take it all around. I think. Uh huh. Yeah, That's so. cool. So what? So, is there any area specific that hurt more? I mean, I that, will say up by the elbow. Uh huh. That, that close to bone. Like yeah. That. Yeah. That was. Yeah. And like. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Right there. <laughs> where there's nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right no there on that uh, the so wrist wrist bone. They went wrist right knob. Up to mine, and I'm uh-huh. like, ooh. Like, yeah. That tree. That right here. Yeah. Was like, ooh. Yeah. Do you Let's want me to come? Turn, Tear that tree down. Whenever you get the rest of that done. Or do you just I'm want me sorry, to be there? You're mocking me. <laughs> do you just want the me to be there? sits in a tattoo chair for hours and Do you just want me to be there down? and yeah. we can like go live on Twitter or something? You know what? We should, the podcast. We should. There, you should podcast should while he gets that. it yeah. done. Oh yeah. I think we totally should. When are you going to go? Monday. Oh, oh Monday. Busy Monday. Yes. No, I no seriously. <laughs> like, do you have like an appointment or something? Yeah, Monday. I've had it for a couple months now. What time? You go out west a little ways, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I go in Chesterfield. I've been th- I've been thinking about. It, I'm not gonna lie. I've been thinking about it. Beth Ooh. got that one. Yeah, I kind of been yeah. thinking about it. I'll know. be honest, and it's pretty. I, I have a, I have a feeling that it is it, it would is be a turning to something, yeah. but but it's like that for me. Yeah. You know, and you wouldn't think that it would be as much as it hurts. I mean, and I'm gonna just put all the manly stuff aside because it hurts. I mean, there's oh, nothing that feels. Like that. That, that, there's nothing that feels great yeah. about a tattoo um, in any area on your body. Um, <laughs> yeah, once it, you're what, sitting in there for about forty minutes, you're right? Like, oh my God, you're it, slapping a sunburn. Make it stop. Right, it it <laughs> feels like somebody is taking a rake across whatever portion of yeah. your area that you're getting tattooed. I mean, it is uh, excruciating. And you know, I I would get to the point where um, you know after. Two hour, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. Jeez. She would have to stop on me because I would swell up so much, oh, and the yeah. needle wouldn't penetrate because I was so, you know, yeah, you tight swollen. and swollen. Yeah. So yeah, it just you know. Gosh. And thank God because I was ready to tap. You know, yeah. those times where I was ready to tap out, man. <laughs> yeah. I was, my mountains, I, the, I had to lay on my stomach with my arm. Up yeah, yeah, down. yeah. So your arm kind of falls and asleep. It was going yeah, down. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, are we about to? Yeah. <laughs> what time are you going Monday? <laughs> my appointments at noon. Oh, never mind. I'm working. Sorry. No, no. Yeah, another, you have to work. Another vacation sure. day. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna put in a tough three-hour day or something. Oh <laughs> yeah. 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 We we block out like. 
several hours to yeah. get the work done. Jen gets mad because we see the same guy and like we have like some deep conversations <laughs> and like it's great and Jen's like I feel like he's excited to do your tattoos. And I'm like, who wouldn't be? <laughs> There's a lot that he can say to you. <laughs> Not most people. All right, so Jeff, let's, yes, get, sir. let's get focused here. Shane. Right. Hold on, one Another thing. Tattoos. Of all the crap that you give me... Is this supposed to be plugged in, by the way? I don't know. No, I think that's the other one. Mine was off the whole time. We lost it. Turns out we're going to have to start. Turns out Shane is an idiot. No, like, if I can sit through that, Mm-hmm. Anybody can. That, yeah. that I would agree with you. On that. <laughs> because I would agree with you on I that. I was super anxious before I got my first one. I'm I like, bet. What if I don't like it? And I'm like, oh my god, get it off, get it off. Yeah. Right. So I have a friend that's. I'm like, oh man. I have a friend that's going through the process of getting this. Whenever we first went to school, we, uh, you know, lived together, and he was like, you know, we were doing a lot of silly things, but he, he had to get a tattoo. And he gets a flaming mushroom on his ankle. Huh. Hmm. And I think had instant was regret. Was that by choice? Yes. <laughs> this yes. wasn't an impractical joke. Right, this wasn't he like... was going off his older brother's a couple of, uh, years older than us that we hung out with a lot. And he really idolized him. And he had a four-leaf clover on his ankle. Ooh. No flames or anything like hmm. that. Kind of like, okay. But then, yeah, he got... I'm like, you got a flaming mushroom? And so I actually just saw him last week. That's who I visit with in Kentucky and he's got uh, two colors left he's been getting it removed oh wow he's got like the green and the brown or something left but it's still like really really like bright and he's like my brother's kind of like faded out and mine's like new like every day I take a shower it like refreshes it I'm like I'm definitely I'm a mistake. Really debating on getting a flaming mushroom. A flaming mushroom. <laughs> that was actually on the list. <laughs> I'm gonna get the Scotland like whatever on my on the back of my leg. Like the Scotland it. whatever. Yeah. Like, but you've flag, never seen Braveheart or whatever. Yeah. You have to watch a Braveheart before you do that. I feel like or yeah. something. Right. You should. <laughs> What's your favorite scene from Braveheart? So Jeff is with oh, us. I've <laughs> <laughs> never seen Braveheart. Whoa. Oh yes. <laughs> Like That's everybody's like reaction. one of my favorite, but uh, like my, my daughter just asked day. me the we other day, "What is your favorite movie?" And I said, Thank "Braveheart, you. probably." <laughs> oh my you. gosh! Thank you. Oh, yeah. Go exactly. home tonight. You got three hours. Yeah. Watch you know what other movie? You know what other movie oh. he hasn't seen? Gladiator. He hasn't seen another great movie. movie. They've been like yeah, playing well, those. I mean, but but Braveheart. That's just. Hold on. Have you seen Robin Hood Men in Tights? I have seen so it, yes. Jeff is here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And so, all right. So, how long have you been in management? Wow. Like, what's like? Man, I, to be honest, I've been in management for about twenty-five years now. Ooh, and, yeah. it, and it has it always been in kind of food industry type uh, stuff. Yeah, ho- hospitality industry, okay. food and hotels. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, what led you to that field, but you also know, that position of management? Uh, honestly. I think that uh, I, I was very confident at a young age when right. I in high school I was working. You know, I started off working at Taco Bell, and yeah. um, you know, my bosses were constantly you know congratulating me and yeah. telling me what a great job yeah. I'm doing, and yeah, giving me praise all the time. And uh, you know, I, I just I I always had a great work ethic. Um, yeah. You know, I, I would show up to work. 
sometimes two hours early and just sit in the dining room oh, and wait weird. for yeah it yeah i mean it was it was <laughs> i thought you were gonna I, say like half an hour no no right. no i mean i'd get there sometimes two hours early and right. i would just literally i just enjoyed being there um and uh I, you know i'd wait for somebody to come out and say hey joe said i could leave if you want to clock in early and 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 take my spot and yeah. i was you know boom, i'm up yeah, yeah, you yeah. know yeah. and uh so you know i that just opened a lot of doors for me as a as a young kid still in high school and they you yeah. know they oh, asked yeah, me if i'd like to be a supervisor and um mm-hmm. you know so so i did that and uh you know um got into college and start figuring well i mean i'm pretty good at this so maybe i'll just right. work for like a you know a management degree or something so yeah. went to college and then got a job with uh holiday inn and i worked there for about 10 years and worked mm-hmm. my way up in uh, oh, cool. management there and i did everything there i mean it was another you know it was another job where i just literally lived and breathed work i mean yeah. you know you almost have a, to though in that right yeah and I mean, the hours yeah the hours you know i mean there oh, it's, yeah. it's 24 hours so sure. you know you, there's always somebody on staff right. w- whether it was the you know the night auditor or you know working the front desk or working over in the restaurant or helping clean and room i mean i just did everything i yeah, possibly yeah, yeah. could and got and just gotten immersed in you know the whole um you know industry i guess and uh i, I bet cleaning well, hotel rooms has got to be oh one of gosh. the most impactful memorable that, jobs as as you have any poop stories that from was that. probably you know my least favorite sure. uh, uh, job duties at the hotel and that really wasn't a responsibility of mine however if there was you know when you're in management right. when you're yeah, in management everything and people right. Show, right 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 it was you right. know it was hey we need your help too so uh, you know, fortunately, that didn't happen a whole lot back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but uh, but it happened. Or you know, it was just that hey, um, the the basketball team's coming in from out of town, and they have thirty rooms, and we got to get flip these uh, rooms yeah. quicker than mm-hmm. you know the oh, staff yeah. that we have on. So right. you know, so you'd have to jump in there and help out. But yeah. did you get to meet a lot of like sports teams and like... you know, n- no, not nobody that was. Nobody that was famous. I'm talking just, you know, high school kids or, you know, um, grade school kids that would come in for competitions in St. Louis and and things like that. But oddly enough, uh, I did. And again, I mean, I I, I always worked two jobs. Um, You know, I was constantly, um, you know, I had a full time job over here and then I'd work two days here, you know, two nights there or whatever. And Mm -hmm. I I remember Mm -hmm. I did work for a. a really an upscale restaurant downtown um just about three nights a week it was called the st louis steakhouse okay. and um it, they're they're not there anymore but they were the only i think they called it the only four diamond restaurant back then i think they did diamonds not stars but mm, it was a right. four diamond restaurant which is the highest diamond which rating seems like going get. from diamonds to stars is a downgrade yeah. Yeah. of grading restaurants yeah but maybe it's just but anyway it was a uh okay. i mean it was a it was a neat place to work because we did have a lot of the uh, players um, oh, okay, from the yeah. that would come in oh, and players yeah. from the opposing teams that would come in oh, and that's cool. oh it was it was it was awesome I mean and to see these guys up close and personal cause, you know you sit in the stands and you see them on TV yeah. they're big dudes right but their knees literally yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. would would, would go up, but were above yeah. the, they had to oh scoot the chairs out yeah. because their knees were so you know they were so big you know yeah. these 6 8 6 9 oh, pl- yeah. football players and, and yeah, pound pounds guys that were like, ordering yeah. steaks that are you know 36 ounces and everything yeah. uh, and, and that was a that was a neat, 
he's a petite sirloin uh, guy over a, here. A story about that. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> petite sirloin guy <laughs> over here, too. Uh, yeah. They don't know how to put a steak away. Oh, wow. These guys. But yeah. anyway, go on. We can't they they can't really relate to a 36-ounce oh. steak. I mean, I don't know that I could put a 36-ounce steak oh, away either. but One of us can. One of us can. Right. Without telling everybody else what's going on. <laughs> wow. That's impressive. So what do you yeah. what do you think are some of the keys or some of the skills of a good manager? Uh, you know, I think, um, I mean, there's just a multitude of skills that you have to have. I mean, you have to be... Uh, you have to be a good listener. You have to be compassionate. Um, you have to uh, be moral. Um, you know, you have yeah. to um, yeah. always be in, always have your leader hat on. Um, always be calm under pressure um, because I think people are constantly looking at you right. for, you know, uh, for, for help and guidance right. and, and things like that. And uh, I always try to... Um, you know, when it, when a situation presents itself, you know you have to be the one that's that's calm, steady. sure, yeah. Instead, yeah. right, yeah. steady hand. You know, um, so I think yeah. that that's that's really well. Important. And how many guys do you have working for you this summer, John? Uh, we got quite a few this year, like around thirty something. Yeah. We have a few that are kind of in and out on vacations with their families, yeah. and uh, they'll slowly start to go back to school here in the next few weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. So I'm I'm curious yeah. to hear from both of you on this question. Of mm-hmm. sure. What are what are some changes? that you've noticed in the workforce these days as compared to a few years ago? Wow. Yeah. So I'll give you one example okay. of the, just has shocked me is the number of people that just no call, no show. Oh, yeah. And not just to work after you hire them, but to like interviews. Like right. I have heard oh, really? more about no, there, like ghosting interviews. Really? And I'm yeah. like, I would have never. <clears throat> it, it, this never happened years ago. Right, right. No, it it uh, it certainly has progressed, and I would say within the last year, it. I mean, if it's. Uh, people can't see me, but uh, it, it, he's doing it's something with his hand. Yeah, it's going down. It's, he's he's down. making a downward motion <laughs> with his right sleeve. Um, he's uh, making airplane noises. Yes, <laughs> it has uh, dramatically decreased uh, right. over the last year. Um, and yeah, you know, um, uh, I know that we we would call maybe 10, 15 people a week for interviews. And if, um, I mean, it blew our minds, but, but if we would get one or two people that actually showed up, um, that would be about our, Oh my gosh. And yeah, the restaurant, it was, it was, it was unbelievable. Like I couldn't, I, I couldn't believe what is wrong with people. Yeah. And, and so to me and John, you might like to me, for someone like yourself in the high school version of you that's like getting there early right. just right that's yeah. like the world is is open to someone like that mm-hmm. oh yeah I yeah mean, that, yeah that's a, the i mean yeah i've had a job since i was 15 you know i worked at a dry cleaners then another golf course right but yeah i mean i always just wanted to work right not because it was that enjoyable but i mean i had the same experience as jeff like i like the places i work i still do and so, yeah, I don't mind, like, showing up early or just being around there, like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of putting in the time. And I think that makes, like, a huge yeah. difference. And, you know, it's not it's not 100% of, you know, the the kids nowadays that don't work. Because there are, there's right. good workers, there's, there's yeah. good, good kids, kids out there um, that, that want to work. That you're just like, but, oh, yeah. but it is amazing that, um, you know, it begs the question, I mean, wh- why did you 
call me or why did you right. fill out an application? Right. Yeah. Because, you know, I can understand if you were to call me and say, hey, I know I was supposed to interview tomorrow at 2 p.m., but I accepted another job with right. this place. Right. Or, you know, hey, my mom said she was going to let me use the car, but now she has to work and something. I can't. You, right. you know, right. an, yeah, something. something. Cause I, I would be like if I were in that applicant's shoes, I right. would be I fearful that if I just no called, no show, I would be blacklisted. Right. And right. I would well, never be able it. to. If they yeah. did it to you, they probably right. did it to somebody else. Sure. Right. And yes. that like one word travels, but two. Then, like a month from now, they're like, "Oh crap! I really needed that job." Mm -hmm. They come back yeah. and with even with my kids and like where they work too. When they work with adults, mm -hmm. some of those adults just have never grown up. Right. Oh yeah. And they're on that same wavelength as the teenagers. Yeah. Instead of being like you said, a mentor mm -hmm. and like teaching these these guys good work ethic, well, yeah. and things like that. They're just like well, one of the kids, and it's like. I think it helps too that I have kids that are that age i mean right, right, i hate yeah, yeah. i hate yeah. saying that now because i feel old but yeah, you know yeah. you you kind of you kind of yeah. look at these kids and, and <laughs> you kind of look at I've these kids now and you're like you know you have years. to um you know it's almost like i have to be sure you know yeah. responsible right. and i have right. to be yeah. the you know but that doesn't mean that you can't be friendly with them or, you know and, have fun exactly. with them and things like that but um yeah just yeah so if if uh so i've got two more questions uh, so one, if you had to give advice to somebody who is just getting into management or just becoming like a leader in their work, what would your advice be? I would say, um, that you need to be fair, you yeah. know, um, you need to, um, treat people, uh, the same. Um, and, and let me preface by saying that, you know, everybody, um, everybody's different. Yeah. And so, you know, to treat everybody the same, it means in, in fairness, you, um, you can't do something for somebody that you don't do for somebody right. else. Um, you can't show favors um, right, to, right. to yeah. people. Um, and, uh, you know, I think just, uh, again, being, being a mentor and lead by example, mm -hmm. and hopefully they pick that up from you. Um, yeah. and, uh, I think, I think that you'll be, you'll be set. Yeah. John, do you have any advice? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, kind of like I mean, like the same thing. I mean, I mean, put don't be. <laughs> I, well, I mean, what was the question? I mean, I like to go back to what? Yeah, I, I like, mean, I did always. Sure. No, I mean, I like to go back, like yeah. what Jeff said. I mean, don't be too like in our work. You know, there's a lot of like not very fun jobs. But yeah. it's like never be above that job. Like yeah, right. sometimes you have to, you're gonna go find all the socks. Right. In the woods yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some people, you I might think, have like, to yeah, dig. Like, <laughs> some people have the attitude like, oh, I've been here, you know, 15 sure. years. Yeah. I'm not gonna weed eat the creeks. And it's like, well, the creeks are the worst get... people to work with. Right. I mean, right. Yeah, right. Just, yeah, they are. Or they're always just always a negative. I feel like having a positive look on things, like yeah. you know, just like. You know, yeah, like sodding in general. Like laying sod is never fun, especially in July. Right. So you're like, we got to do it tomorrow. And right. it's like, well, you know, this is going to be great when we're done. There's so an instant gratification when you're done. You just do it. That's what I'm saying. Just do it. Like, you know, just. See, it wasn't even good enough. No, Nobody it I did. I heard right after I, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, there's another yeah. one of these. Can but we edit that? Edit that. No, we're not that part. Nope. No. no. <laughs> so, That's Shane, so you, you became. Uh, so when did you take your management position? Uh, so I've been. Was that. Is that public or private information? Because I don't want to out anything. For those of you who are wondering why that comment is, I just edited something out about <laughs> anyway. Ago. So when did you take your your promotion? Um, probably about. It's probably going on a little over two years, maybe. Okay. 
So any anything that you've learned? Any words of wisdom? Be kind to people, man. Yeah. Like, don't. I don't know. Like that's my thing. Is just like everybody's got a story. Like treat people like yeah. humans and right. like encourage them, help them. Like yeah. Yeah. I like to think of it as more of like a, like literally a coaching role. Than, sure. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you're investing it is. in people. You want to make them look good, right? Not you. So right. that's good. Which, that's good. Especially when you're in, you know, certain types of like businesses or whatever. Right. Like, I mean, you're the one who like you feel like upper management's looking down on me. I've got to be the one that looks mm. good. But like when you make your people look good, right? I mean, that's really what you're supposed to do. Yeah, right. Right. them up. So it's right. kind of hard to believe the same and person it, that just said that made that sad joke earlier. Right. That's true. <laughs> even even a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff was about to make Anywho. a great point. Anyway, yeah. I interrupted. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I so, all right. So, my last He's question. I'm not getting an hour, this hour back. All right. So, my last question is: Yeah, anybody yeah. have any good employee stories? Like any kind of good that you can share? Oh my gosh! Employee like stories. Trying to break. And I. No, 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 no. I no. do have a funny story that I thought about before I came over here that I should share with you guys. It, okay, go ahead. Okay, so we have a lot of younger guys, <clears throat> a few guys that have come back from previous years. So we'll have them kind of lead the new guys, like on, like I said, like weed eating. That's right. a common thing that has to be done all the time. So we have this one guy, uh, college kid. It feels and, like it's cumbersome to say weed eating. Is string trimming? trimming is what we call it. String Sometimes trimming. string trimming. Okay. Uh, Ooh, that's that's okay. String trimming. Okay. So that's, string that's trimming. I'll go with that. Uh, and weed whacking. Yeah. Anyway, if this is another uh, visual that nobody can see, but how you would normally start a trim- string trimmer would be, you know, something like this. Yeah, you right? like pull, kind of start like you're, it, you know, you're about at your waist. You know I'm having it. Yeah. And pulling. Opening credits of this podcast. All right. Okay. I thought that was a chainsaw. Anyway. Anyway, so this one kid, he's a he's a taller kid too. He's you know taller kid. Okay. Decided he was going to start his weed eater up in the air, holding his arms up in the air and pulling it kind of like above his head and pulling. And so he did this last year. We noticed, and so he taught this group of five kids how to do it. So you're just randomly be driving around the golf course. You see this group of kids throwing weed eaters up in the air, and like everybody on the crew is like. Hey, what, what what's up with those with kids? <laughs> like, who taught them? We're like, and my boss is like, we have to tell them that's the wrong way. What if they go work at another golf course and they, <laughs> you know, and, they, they me and then other guys are like, I think it's hilarious. They should go like, you know. <laughs> so it's been like a that's joke, really like ever since. That that's really good. That's a good one. So I've I've got one. Okay. Too. Okay. So that way, if you got time to think about it. So I had these two people that worked for me. One was newer and one was had been there for years and they both taught substance abuse education classes and so the way that you got registered for this class is you would place a phone call and then just leave your information on the voicemail or talk to them and they would get you signed up and so this one newer employee she popped her head in my office one day and she said hey so should i be doing all of the drug and alcohol intakes and I said, no, like you should be sharing it with your, yeah. with the other guy. And I said, why do you ask? And she's like, well, I don't want to start anything, but I called up here last night because something popped in my head and I wanted to leave a message for him and tell him. And so I went to go leave a message and on his voicemail, it says that if you are signing up for drug and alcohol class, you need to hang up 
and dial my extension. (laughs) And so she's like, I don't want to start anything, but he's like shifting everybody over to my voicemail. (laughs) And so I said, I'm really sorry to hear that. I'll handle it. So I sent him an email because I wanted it in writing. Hey, I just happened to hear this on your voicemail. Like, can you tell me why you were doing this? And so he emailed back and he's like, I'll change it. And so I, <laughs> so I got out of my office and I walked over to his and I just said, and I said, so my question was actually why <laughs> I said, I know you're going to change it, but right. why? And he looks at me and this is like a grown adult. And he's like, honestly, I can't remember why I did that, but I had a really good reason. <laughs> don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll oh fix gosh. it. Don't and worry I'm, about it. I know. It. <laughs> like, this is like, I'm like, okay, well, let's not let that happen again because what it appears is that you are trying to duck out of all of your intake. Work. Right. So, yeah. You some people. Yeah. Wow. I feel any, like Shane should have a good Zoom one. Do you Didn't any? you have some Zoom? I remember some Zoom story. Maybe you so can't. we did. I will give you I will give a Zoom. Um, we had a uh, a webinar or something going on this year and <laughs> i can actually i can think of one now that you told us yep. can... this was outstanding oh i remember so this one it's like and it's like two departments it's us and like our parent company like in this joint like whatever with a vendor that we use talking about whatever services and this guy doesn't have himself on mute and oh boy you hear his phone ring and he picks it up and he's like Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah. And just starts ripping the vendor apart. Like, oh, yeah, another one of these stupid meetings. And he goes, yeah, you know, they think we're going to pay. He's just going. And everybody's like, hey, hey, you're not on mute. You're not on mute. And And he just keeps going. He goes, yeah. So, I mean, I'm just not going to pay attention. I'm going to take a personal call. So how are you? And he was like, really? Excuse me? And then all of a sudden you see him go on mute. And you're like, oh. Uh Uh-oh. It I feel yeah. I feel like like it was the best day ever. Yeah, it was great. Like, the like I think every workplace oh, has yeah. got those stories. Oh, from oh, yeah. It was my favorite day. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks guys so much thanks for, for being thank you. Here. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. I it's been it. fun. It's it's a good. lot of active conversation. It was, it was a lot good. of active conversation. We need to get Jason a tat. I don't know about that. He can't handle it. I don't. I don't know about that. No. No. 